0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Consumer Review Report. I'm Diane Recca here on WMCK.FM, Internet Radio, a service of Tube City Online, Tube City Community Media Inc, heard Sunday at 4pm, Tuesday at noon and Thursday at 9am. And welcome to the show. We deal with consumer issues here. And if you have any suggestions on any products or services you would like to hear about on the show, you can email me at ConsumerReviewReport at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at ConsumerReviewReport and on Twitter at CRR in McKeesport. Also, if you have any comments on anything you've heard on the show, You can also email me at ConsumerReviewReport at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at ConsumerReviewReport and on Twitter at CRR in Sports. All right. So as I said, we do deal with consumer issues here on the show. So we do anything from reviews. Um, We talk about recalls sometimes. Um, You know, if it's very important, we do talk about that. And, uh, also, uh, I will, uh, post recalls or scam alerts on my Facebook page, again, at Consumer Review Report. Um, so you can get the latest information on any recalls, uh, on any products that you are concerned about. I know that recently, um, This came out, uh, CDC reports 641 cases of parasitic infection linked to recalled salad mixes. And this is nationwide with cases in Pennsylvania. So the Center for Disease Control is reporting the 641 cases of cyclospora across 11 states, including Pennsylvania, uh, that are connected to the bagged salad mixes. So, um, these are related to recalled products in Pennsylvania as of July 24th. The location of the cases were not disclosed in the CDC's data. The CDC says that is it is specifically examining salad ingredients uh, like iceberg lettuce, carrots, red cabbage for the purposes of its investigation. So, The affected products include salad mixes made by Fresh Express, Hy-Vee Inc., Little Salad Bar, Signature Farms, Market Side, and Hy-Vee. The products are sold at Aldi, Giant Eagle, Hy-Vee, Jewel Osco, ShopRite, and Walmart locations. And so they go on to say uh, where these products are manufactured and, um, you know, in all the states that... uh, it is impacting of course pennsylvania being one of them and they're saying this uh, parasite is an intestinal infection and a person may become infected after ingesting contaminated food or water common symptoms include severe abdominal pain diarrhea nausea and vomiting body aches and fatigue the infection is treated with antibiotics and most people respond quickly to treatment so specifically the cdc says the products with a z 178 code or lower and best by date that runs through july 14th 2020 are the ones potentially affected by the contamination Uh, so uh georgia illinois iowa kansas minnesota missouri nebraska north dakota pennsylvania south dakota and wisconsin have reported these cases of cyclospora related to eating the salad mix. And the date of illnesses range from May 11, 2020 to July 5th, 2020, with 37 people hospitalized as of Friday. So the patients are ages 10 to 92 years with a median age of 59 years as of Friday's data. No related deaths have been reported People can go four to six weeks before noticing any symptoms of cyclospora, the CDC says. All right. So uh, if you suspect you have contracted cyclospora, talk to your health care provider. Write down what you ate in the two weeks before you started to get sick. Report your illness to the health department. Assist public health investigators by answering questions about your illness. All right, so the CDC issued its recall warnings June 19th and Giant Eagle issued a recall on its Fresh Express products on June 29th. All right, so just to keep you updated on the cyclospora um, contamination of the salad mixes and that's what we do here on the consumer review report that is a consumer issue that is you know of concern and so we post those on the Facebook page as well other recalls etc. All right so today on the show I'll be talking about scams and how to avoid getting scammed or at the very least minimize the damage. Now every once in a while the subject of scams has to be talked about, because there are a lot of them out there, and new ones are coming out all the time, especially when there is a dramatic event going on, like, of course, in this COVID-19 era. Now, the Federal Trade Commission and the Better Business Bureau have warnings and scam alerts on their websites, so if you want to keep updated on those, you can google FTC or BBB scam alerts and you'll be able to find the websites as I did so I'll be talking about the scam alerts and warnings that were posted by the FTC and BBB in the past week or two also I'll air audio from a video Theo Joe posted titled Five New Scams You Must Know About and that was that's uh was posted mid-year 2020. And then there are some website pages scams going on. Now, apparently these fake websites that supposedly sell popular and esteemed products for low prices, I mean like dirt cheap prices so they can suck you in, then these website you go to these websites and suddenly they morph into like a whole different website, like a women's fashion web page or something of that nature and then other fake websites have other nefarious reasons for being there, so you have to really be careful on what websites you visit, and so we'll be uh airing some audio that describes some of these uh websites and what they can do as far as scamming you out of this or that. So we'll be hearing from TV Stuff Reviews on whether some of these websites are scams or legit and the reasons why. So let's go ahead and get on with the BBB warnings or scam alerts. Now in all my wildest dreams, I would never think that I would ever buy a pet online. But apparently you can buy pets uh, and have them shipped to you, right? So they have what is called a um, puppy scam, all right? So the BBB warning, the Better Business Bureau warning, is puppy scam reports skyrocket during COVID-19 pandemic. This was posted uh, May 12, 2020. So, some families turn to the internet to look for a pet, thinking a pandemic, puppy, or kitten would help ease some of the uncertainty of current events. Many have come across scammers advertising animals that don't exist and are never shipped. The coronavirus, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, has given scammers the idea to ask for money up front or to make excuses as to why buyers can't see the pet in person before heartbroken, would-be pet owners figure out they have been conned. This practice has also led to a jump in online shopping fraud in general. The BBB suggests uh, be aware of these pet scams and avoid falling for phony websites. The biggest increase in online shopping fraud is pet scams more than triple compared to previous years. Pet scams are not only the riskiest scams, they are one of the most heartbreaking. These increases truly make sense when pet adoptions and pet-related purchases are booming during the pandemic as well. Legitimate online pet supplier retailer Chewy, a BBB-accredited business, is seeing record revenues. Animal shelters across North America are seeing their animals being adopted out and fostered at record rates. Some shelters even have waiting lists, something unheard of not long ago. Puppy scams like these were the subject of a 2017 in-depth investigative study by the Better Business Bureau, and they are prolific during the holidays. Now, scammers frequently take advantage of the news to find new avenues for targeting victims. The uncertainty surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic, along with some quarantine families' decision to adopt a pet site unseen, has created fertile ground for fraudsters. BBB's earlier study found that for these types of frauds to be successful, it's usually dependent on bogus often sophisticated advertisements to hook unsuspected consumers. Experts believed at the time that at least 80% of the sponsored advertising links that appear in an internet search for pets may be fraudulent. Actual numbers of pet fraud may be much higher than reported because many victims either choose not to file complaints or do not know where to turn for help. Many victims who contacted BBB Scam Tracker reported they wanted to adopt a puppy in order to ease their isolation and brighten their lives during the pandemic. Victims were often told that they need to send money for special climate controlled crates, insurance, and a non existent COVID 19 vaccine. There also were several instances where the consumers wanted to see or pick up the animal but were told. That wasn't possible due to COVID-19 restrictions. One woman reported losing more than $1,100 to two different puppy scammers in April 2020. She said the first seller agreed to sell her a pug puppy for $500, including shipping, and had her pay with a prepaid gift card he instructed her to buy at Walmart. The woman told BBB, the seller sub- subsequently notified her that COVID-19 had delayed shipment of the puppy and would not issue her a refund. She tracked the gift card and found that it had already been spent at a Target store in Texas. The woman says she subsequently made contact with another seller who agreed to sell her a pug puppy for $620, including shipping. She said after she paid half of the fee, a third-party shipper contacted her and demanded $750 for a climate-controlled crate. When he offered to split that fee with her, she sent him $300. The seller and shipper subsequently both turned out to be fraudulent, and the woman did not receive refunds or either puppy. The seller absolutely played on my emotions and vulnerability, the woman told BBB. I'm a highly educated person, but I've never felt so stupid in my entire life. So, here's some tips for avoiding puppy scams. Don't buy a pet without seeing it in person. If that is impossible, conduct an internet search of the picture of the pet you are considering. If the same picture appears on multiple websites it's likely a fraud. You also can search for texts uh, from ads or testimonials to see if the seller copied it from another website. Avoid wiring money or using a cash app or gift card. These payment methods offer no recourse and no way to get your money back if you are the victim of a fraud. Fraudsters may claim to accept credit cards but may steal your credit card information to use it in other scams or inform you that payment didn't go through and request the payment via wire service or gift cards. Now, research prices for the breed. Here's another tip. Research prices for the breed you are interested in adopting. If a purebred dog is advertised for free or at a deeply discounted price, then other payment is required for services like vaccination or shipping. It could be a fraudulent offer. Consider reaching out to a local animal shelter. Many shelters are looking for fosters to help relieve the animal stress and reduce overcrowding at their facilities. Humane Society of the United States refers consumers to local shelters. If you think you have been scammed or have found a suspicious website, report it to BBB Scam Tracker and the Federal Trade Commission. All right. So, there you go. Um... I would have never thought to buy a pet online, but, you know, I guess everybody's staying inside and everybody's basically buying everything online. I guess pets would not be the exception, but I certainly wouldn't. And how, how do you get a pet shipped to you? And does that provide stress on the pet, you know, having to be in a crate and be shipped to you? I mean, that, that's all a new territory for me. I've never heard of that before, but I myself probably would not. I'd probably go to the animal shelter and see if I could adopt something uh, if I wanted a pet. Okay, so here's another BBB warning. Again, it's about pets, but this time it's beware of online pet product retailers who fail to deliver. This was posted by the Better Business Bureau July 13, 2020. Pet adoptions and pet-related purchases have been booming during the pandemic, which has been a time of increased social distancing. A significant spike in online pet scams combined with an overall increase in people turning to the internet for shopping purposes has prompted the Better Business Bureau, serving Western PA, to issue the following warnings to pet owners. Beware of making online purchases for pet products from unknown retailers. Since the beginning of March through the end of June, Superpaws, an online retailer claiming to specialize in high-quality, affordable pet products, has received over 3,300 inquiries on BBB.org. Additionally, BBB Scam Tracker reports and 119 complaints have been filed by consumers in 29 states, resulting in the Better Business Bureau serving Western PA conducting an investigation and issuing a pattern of complaints for the company concerning issues with delivery. A Butler County, Pennsylvania resident reported the following complaint to BBB. I placed an order for a product on their website, was charged for the amount, and never received my order. I have emailed the company multiple times and a representative continues to respond with excuses rather than honor my request for a full refund. Similarly, a consumer from Philadelphia filed a BBB complaint after placing an online order for a pet bed stating, Payment was taken from my bank account and I received an order confirmation with a 3-5 to day shipping period with minor delays expected due to COVID. Two months later, the company is not responding to emails, still accepting online orders, and my item has not yet shipped to me. According to BBB Records, consumers claim that after placing an order through the company's website, products are not shipped and orders are never received, despite some customers being told that their products are in the mail. Additional consumers have reported a poor customer service experience as the company does not provide a phone number where they can be reached for more information. Through the company website, uh, although the company website currently refers to Los Angeles, California, USA in its terms and conditions. BBB does not know where the business is physically located and always urges caution when choosing whether to do business with a company whose physical location is unknown. So this is, again, the company super pause. This is who everybody is complaining about. Now, overall, pet-related scams now comprise approximately 25% of online scams reported to BBB Scam Tracker, says Warren King, president of the Better Business Bureau, serving Western PA. As important as it is for consumers to ensure they are purchasing an actual pet online, it's just as important for pet owners to take necessary precautions online when purchasing pet products for their new companions. Uh, BBB advises consumers to take the following steps to stay safe when shopping online uh buy from reputable online retailers check out the company's business profile at bbb.org and determine the age of the website's domain by using a service like w-h-o-l-s Who's? <laughs> i don't know how to say that all right so look for poor grammar lack of information capital letters in the middle of sentences and other potential red flags such as misuse of the BBB logo and other trust uh, marks and overly-discounted deals. Verify contact information. Inspect the company's website for a physical address and phone number. Ensure the location exists and the phone number is legitimate and responsive. Check for an About Us page. Whether listed information contains generic details or a full brand history. Purchased with a credit card. In case of fraud, a credit card provides additional protections through the Fair Credit Billing Act and is easier to dispute a charge. If the product arrives defective or doesn't arrive at all, you can dispute the charge and temporarily withhold payment while the creditor investigates them. uh, uh, Be mindful of security. A trust where the online seller will have a secure domain, and that would be HTTPS colon slash slash to keep your information safe from hackers review a website's privacy policy terms and conditions and understand what personal information is being requested and how it will be used also keep documentation be sure to know and understand the website's return and refund policy save a copy of the order confirmation page or confirmation email until the item has arrived all right so some helpful online shopping tips there to keep you from being scammed uh you know this is a time when i guess people are getting their pets and of course they want to buy dog food cat food toys anything like that and uh, i guess that's another way that people can prey on those people And of course, if you were excited about getting, you know, a pet and, um, you know, and then all of a sudden you're not, it could be heartbreaking as well. It's, it's sad. It's sad that there are people out there like that. So, all right, here's another BBB scam alert, foreclosure rescue scams. Um, this was posted by the Better Business Bureau, July 16th, 2020. Are you facing the threat of losing your home? Be wary of individuals and companies offering to help you out of your difficult financial situation. Consumer advocates report an increase in complaints about foreclosure rescue scams. These scams specifically target homeowners who are in financial distress. Scam operators may advertise over the internet and in local publication Plaster posters on telephone poles and at bus stops, stick flyers in people's front doors, or contact people whose homes are listed in public foreclosure notices. Sometimes they direct their appeals to specific religious or ethnic groups. So here's how the scam works. In one scenario, the scam operator offers to buy the homeowner's property by paying off the amount that is overdue on the loan. The scammer convinces the homeowner to deed the property over to a third party. The homeowner is given the option of renting the property with the option to buy it back later. The rent payment on the home is often higher than the homeowner can afford. Frequently, the original homeowner cannot make the rent payment and is evicted from their home. Or, if the homeowner expresses a desire to buy back the property... The scam operator usually sets the price of the home higher than the homeowner can afford. Hapless homeowners can lose their equity and their homes. Sometimes the homeowner's troubles go even deeper. In many cases, the initial mortgage has not been paid off and the deed was never transferred as promised. Not only is the homeowner faced with eviction from the home, but the scam victim may still owe for the original loan amount. In other versions of the scam, the homeowner receives a call, text, or email with the promise of lowering the mortgage payment and avoiding foreclosure. The scammer sometimes asks for payment for their services in the form of personal checks or gift cards. A recent victim in Ohio reported to BBB Scam Tracker that she sent $3,000 in Walmart gift cards to a scammer asking for payment to help lower her interest rate. The Better Business Bureau advises consumers who are tempted by such offers to recognize that they are at real risk of losing money, equity, their home, or all three. Carefully consider the following if your mortgage is in arrears or you are facing foreclosure. Talk to your lender. Ask about how to restructure your loan, payment, or refinance. Some foreclosure rescuers will offer to negotiate with your lender or lawyer. Know that such an offer is likely to involve a significant fee. If you are hesitant to talk to your lender yourself, engage the assistance of a trusted family member. Try selling the house on your own to pay off the lender. Signing over a deed in no way releases you from your mortgage responsibilities. Don't allow anyone to complete paperwork for you or ask you to sign a stack of documents, supposedly to secure a new mortgage. Victims have later learned that they signed a quit-claim deed to their home. Beware the personal approach. Some less-than-ethical businesses will stuff a handwritten note in your front door or mailbox that implies that help is available from someone you know or who has your interests in mind. Foreclosure scam artists know exactly what neighborhoods to blanket with their offers. If a foreclosure rescuer instructs you not to contact your mortgage company or your attorney, beware. Your mortgage company is very bus- uh, is the very business that you should be in touch with. Furthermore, why would you agree to cease contact with your attorney when dealing with complicated financial matters that involve perhaps your biggest investment, your home? You should never sign a contract under pressure and never sign away ownership of your property when you don't intend to sell it. Ask a trusted family member, your attorney, or financial professional to review any paperwork you may be asked to sign. Never pay with gift cards. A reputable company will not ask for payment via a gift card. Before signing any deals with a potential buyer, contact BBB to request a report on the company and check with your state attorney general and local government department of consumer affairs. Seek foreclosure prevention information. Try calling the HOPE hotline, that's H-O-P-E hotline, at 888 888- 995-HOPE, that's 888-995-HOPE, for free foreclosure prevention information or visit their website at 995hope.org. According to the National Conference of State Legislature website, the HOPE hotline is operated by the Home Ownership Preservation Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to preserving home ownership. And preventing foreclosure. So I hope that helps you. Avoid the possibility of losing your home. And losing your money. And everything else. Because of these nefarious people out there. That uh, just uh, don't have any kind of a conscience. You know. They prey on people in their worst times. And it's uh, very terrible that. We have to <clears throat> um, try to avoid these people. All right, here is another BBB scam alert. Need a new driveway? Look out for asphalt paving scams. This was posted by the Better Business Bureau July 17, 2020. If your driveway needs paving or repairs, don't trust just anyone to do the job. BBB Scam Tracker has received numerous reports of unscrupulous contractors who trick homeowners with supposedly good deals. Victims end up with shoddy pavement or nothing at all to show for what they paid. How the scam works, a contractor shows up at your door or calls you on the phone. They claim they've been doing work in your area and just happen to notice the condition of your driveway or sidewalk. Since they're already working nearby, they can give you a discount. If you agree to the price, they will ask for the percentage of the fee upfront. If you question it, the contractor might seem hesitant to reveal details about their business or office location. Once the transaction is complete, the scam contractor may disappear completely. The, con- uh, the contact number or email may not work quickly helping you realize that the contact information was a sham. If you protest, the contractor may use intimidation tactics, such as threatening a lawsuit, to convince you to pay up. In other cases, the contractor work, once complete, is shoddy and unprofessional, but the full payment has been made. Reaching the company uh, the contractor was allegedly representing is impossible, and the chances of getting uh, a refund or the work fixed, are not promising. So here's how to avoid those contractor scams. Be wary of unsolicited offers. Most scams involving contractors begin when a random contractor makes an effort to go out of their way to offer you an estimate you never asked for. Research companies and contractors before you hire. Start with BBB.org If the contractor has multiple negative reviews and complaints, don't hire them. Often, a simple internet search will reveal companies or individuals that have been involved in fraudulent activities or provided unsatisfactory work to previous clients. Get everything in writing. Ask for an estimate in writing before payment is even discussed. Don't let a contractor start working on a project until you have written signed contract that outlines start and complete dates, a detailed description of the work to be provided, material costs, payment arrangements, and warranty information. Stagger your payments. Most contractors will require you to pay a percentage of the total price up front, but you should never pay the full price before the work has begun. Instead, make an agreement to stagger payments So you can inspect work at various stages of the project. And uh, use safe payment methods. Paying with a credit card is the best practice since the credit card company will likely offer some recourse if the company is fraudulent. Checks are also a safe way to pay, but uh, but write them out to a company, not an individual. Paying cash or using an electronic wallet app is risky since there is no way to stop the payment or get your cash back if anything goes wrong. All right. So, uh, I know that one day I was outside. We have a pretty long driveway and this pickup truck came and these people were like, Hey, do you need your driveway paved? Well... I I'm thinking to myself, wow, these are really, um, you know, really outgoing people that are looking for business. Now it never occurred to me that they might be a scammer. Now at the time, I didn't need any work on my driveway. So I told them, no, thank you. And then they moved on. But uh, at the time I thought they were just being, you know, um, <laughs> being, uh, uh, you know, getting, trying to get sales, uh, you know, and just uh they may be and were in the business and maybe they were doing another driveway on the street and just happened by and just asked, you know. There's no harm in asking. But, you know, maybe they were scammers and I just didn't know it. I mean, you know. So, you have to be aware because you think they're just being entrepreneurial in, you know, saying, "Hey, do you need your driveway done?" and we, you know, and then you know, you say, well, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, maybe they were scammers, but maybe they were just trying to get some more business. So you just don't know, you know. So those are some tips in order for you to um, uh, try to avoid being scammed. Because if those people were legitimate that asked me if I needed my driveway done, then You would have just went through these steps to avoid being scammed and everything would have been all right. But if there was one, you know, when they, if they asked for full payment up front or something like that, or just something was off, then you would know that they weren't really a legitimate company and that, you know, you would say no, thank you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead. I do have one more uh, thing on FTC scam alerts, but we will... Do those after we listen to an audio from Theo Joe's video, Five New Scams You Must Know About. So let's take a listen to that.
1: How's it going, guys? I'm Theo Joe, and it's been about six months since I last made a new scams video. So this one's gonna be an updated version for the middle of 2020, it's now July. So for this video, I've got five new frauds and scams that you definitely wanna watch out for, or at least be aware of, so you don't fall victim to them and no surprise, a lot of these do have to do in some way with the coronavirus, but not all of them exactly. So first up, we have one that most of you are not gonna have to directly worry about, but if you do own a business, then possibly. Basically, there's this random company, which ended up being like one person running the company, created these laminated cards that claim that the holder is exempt from having to wear a mask, even if it's required by your state law, and basically gives the reason that wearing a mask is a detriment to their health, either mental or physical. And this card says that and has some laws cited. It has the Department of Justice seal on it to make it look all official. And it suggests if a business owner still requires that person to wear a mask after showing this exempt card, that they can be subject to fines from the Americans with Disabilities Act and the Department of Justice, stuff like that. Even though it's complete nonsense, there's no exemption cards. The Department of Justice obviously has said that this is fraudulently labeling it with their seal, and this organization is pretty much just made up. I mean, it might be a real thing, but I don't even know if it's registered as a real company. It's just some random website someone made. So there might be copycats. It might not look exactly like this, I imagine. Probably people will make up their own fake cards saying you're exempt but watch out for these. There are no actual exemption cards. So if you see someone with something similar, just know that they're full of hot air. All right, next up, number two, this one was actually kind of surprising. The FBI is reporting that there are fake COVID-19 antibody tests going around, and they imply that there's actual physical fake tests being sold. So you might see an advertisement and actually pay for one of these tests, get it, and it's from some random website that is not affiliated or approved by the FDA at all. And then you get the test and it might just give a random result or some predetermined fake result and you didn't get tested at all. And I believe they present themselves as one of those home tests. So it's not one you mail back or anything like that. It's one where you maybe do a blood prick or something and put it into like a testing case thing and then it gives you a fake result basically. That's from my understanding based on what the report says. But there are apparently other types of fake advertisements where they don't even send you the test at all. They either take your money and they don't send it out or they advertise it as a free test and then collect all the required information, which happens to have your social security number. And I guess not your payment info because they're claiming it would be free, but anything you do provide to them is just stolen. And then of course they don't send you any test. So basically just be extremely suspicious if you see any advertisements like on Facebook or anywhere really, for a at-home test, especially if it's saying, oh, it's free. Now there are legitimate antibody tests out there, obviously. I don't know if there are any that are at home exactly, but you can go on the FDA's website. They should have a list of all the approved ones. And I know there are legitimate companies like Abbott Labs and also LabCorp that do have at home tests. I don't know if for antibodies, but they have ones for active infections, then you mail it back. So just make sure you actually do your research on what website you're buying it from. So just make sure it's FDA approved on the FDA website. And I would be doing research on these tests anyway myself, because there are several out there. Some of them may be more accurate than others. So just look things up before you put any information now that you know that there are actual fake ones out there. All right, moving on to number three, we have fake contact tracers. Now you may know in your country or in the US, different states have their health boards doing contact tracing, where if you get a positive coronavirus test, they may reach out to you and ask you who you've had contact with over a certain amount of time, stuff like that, just to try and alert other people that they may have been exposed to someone who had the coronavirus. There are legitimate cases of this happening. This is what they do. But apparently scammers are sending out fake texts, Robocalls that are saying oh you've been exposed go to this link to sign up stuff like that and then it ends up being something like a Phishing link or they require payment something like that So there's one specific example a news site was reporting on it's a text message It says someone who came in contact with you tested positive Or has shown symptoms for COVID-19 and recommends you self-isolate slash get tested. And then there's a link there and it is a phishing link. So to be able to spot the fake ones, the FTC basically says that any real contact tracers are not going to have you download anything. They're not going to have you click any links or anything like that. They're going to probably call you. They also said that legitimate contact tracers may send you a text message, but it will only be to tell you that you will be getting a call soon. So it's not like you have to do everything over the internet ever. They also say that obviously a contract tracer that's legitimate will never ask you for any highly personal information like social security number or financial info. They may require basic information like your name and stuff like that, but they'll never require payment because this is a thing run by the state and it's all taxpayer funded. So anyway, moving on to number four, we have fake stimulus checks of various kinds. I think I might've talked about this in a previous video talking about coronavirus specific scams, but there have been more that have apparently popped up. One example that might not have been super obvious if you didn't know about it is there was this car dealership that was having a sale and they basically tricked people into thinking it was some kind of stimulus government program. So they sent out these mailers and it was called something like the economic automotive stimulus relief program. And it was completely fake. They made the mailer look like it was sponsored by the government in some way. And that this was part of the government stimulus, even though it was basically just a sale. And I believe in this case, the FTC did sanction them because it was so deceptive and misinformation that they got fined or something like that. There's another scam email going around that claims that you're eligible to get money from some coronavirus relief fund called the global empowerment fund that's completely made up if you go to the information or the link on the email it's just a phishing email and they steal your information all that finally for number five we have fraudulent unemployment claims so obviously with unemployment being so high a lot of scammers have taken advantage of this trying to slip through the cracks and basically file for unemployment fraudulently for people who have not lost their job at all if this does happen to you then you may get a notice from your state or local government's unemployment office saying that you filed for unemployment and if you did not do that then you need to contact them and obviously tell them that your identity was stolen, and that also may mean that you should probably freeze your credit, stuff like that, because they obviously have your social security number. And how it works apparently is they'll file for unemployment and then have the payments go into the scammer's bank account. So you don't even get any notice about this unless the government sends you something, and then you really want to be quick, because by that time they may have already gotten payments. So if you've previously been a victim of identity theft, this is definitely one to keep an eye out on because Someone may already have all your social security info And I don't know if there's any way you can really freeze anything like that like you can a bank account, so Just be aware of it. So those are the five that I want to talk about if you want to keep up to date on these The FTC does have a great page where they usually post new scams and stuff that You can look at and maybe you can bookmark it whatever look at every few weeks and they post new scams that people are doing I'll put a lot of the links in the description for example that link to the FTC also one for the FDA that has a list of actual real tests for antibodies stuff like that so you can look down there now if you want to keep watching the next video i'd recommend is the video i made at the beginning of the-
0: okay so that was theo joe and his five uh, new scams some COVID 19 related of course and uh He usually comes out with one of these videos, uh, every, maybe every six months. And we did see the video that he put out, or we did hear the video, the audio from the video he put out at the beginning of the year. He was just about to talk about that. We'd already heard that, uh, earlier in the year about those scams, um, Also, he mentioned unemployment scams, and I did read in the news about prisoners were actually applying for unemployment um, because they said that they were unemployed due to uh, no fault of their own, right? They're in jail. (laughs) So, and they were getting the unemployment checks, the $600, uh, you know, uh, whatever, the COVID-19 unemployment help that people have been getting the prisoners have also been getting that too from some states so yep they they will find a way they will find that loophole i guess um before somebody closes it um so i just wanted to mention that now here are some ftc scam alerts that came out uh recently so one's titled hang up on business imposter scams This was posted July 22, 2020, by Jabari Cook. He is intern, Division of Consumer and Business Education, FTC. Scammers love to use the same old tricks in new ways. Some of their favorites is to pose as a business or government official to pressure you into sending them money or personal information. Now, some scammers are pretending to be popular online shopping websites. Fishing for your personal information. For example, you get a call from someone who claims to be with Amazon.com. Spoiler alert, they're not really from Amazon. The voice on the phone will say that your credit card has been charged a large amount of money for some order. Then they'll give you the Amazon support phone number and tell you to immediately call if you didn't make that purchase. If this seems suspicious, that's because it is. Scammers want you to call the number they give so they can ask for your passwords, credit card number, and other sensitive information to get your money. If you get a call like this, there are a few steps you should take. Hang up. Don't call them back on the number they gave you. If you're concerned about an order you didn't place, contact the business through a customer service phone number or email you know is legitimate. You can usually find a company's real information on their website. Check your credit card account. If you see a charge you don't recognize, file a dispute with your credit card company immediately. Report the fake call to the business. Make sure to use the contact information from their website, not the information from the phone call. You can also report the call to the FTC. If you gave information to a business imposter, head to identitytheft.gov for tips to protect yourself. All right, here's another one. Keep calm and avoid coronavirus scams. This was posted July 17th, 2020 by Shachit Gali, intern division of Consumer and Business Education, FTC. One thing we know about scammers is that they follow the headlines. So it's not surprising that we've seen so many coronavirus-related scams recently from scammers selling fake COVID-19 cures and treatments to people posing as government officials offering coronavirus stimulus checks. Nothing seems to be off limits. All right. And then this was posted July 16, 2020 by Christina Miranda, avoiding a cryptocurrency scam. Uh, So... Uh, Christina Miranda is Consumer Education Specialist at the FTC. And she posts, Yesterday, some high-profile people had their Twitter accounts hacked by scammers who sent out fake tweets asking followers to send money using Bitcoin, a type of cryptocurrency or digital money. Cryptocurrency scams are now a popular way for scammers to trick people into sending money. And they pop up in many ways. Most crypto scams can appear as emails trying to blackmail someone, online chain referral schemes, or bogus investment and business opportunities. But here's what they all have in common, and what they have in common with yesterday's Twitter hacks. A scammer wants you to send money or make a payment with Bitcoin or another type of cryptocurrency. Once you do, your money is gone, and there's generally no way to get it back. So if you see a tweet or text, email, or other message on social media that tells you to pay with Bitcoin, you know, that's a scam. Other signs that something's a scam, they might guarantee that you'll make money. Those guarantees are false. Promise that you'll double your money quickly. Again, that's always a fake promise. Or say you'll get free money in dollars or cryptocurrency. Free money? Nope, not ever. All right. Hopefully that'll give you uh, some insight into some of the other scams that can be going on at this time. Now I've t- I've s- talked about uh, some website scams where they appear to be legitimate. They're offering um, uh, they're pro- offering esteemed products for very low prices. So you go there. And let's listen to what happens when you visit one of these websites.
2: Is SportsCloth.co a scam? SportsCloth is an online store with no real reviews. The website claims to sell Nike clothing at unbelievably low prices. What's even more suspicious about this website is that if you try using the search function from the main page of the website, you won't be able to find any Nike shoes. Those pages are hidden. The main page of the website appears to be a women's fashion clothing store. Again, unrelated to Nike. hidden page item did you find? Please warn others in the comments below. SportsCloth.co was registered on July 4th, 2020. The person who owns the domain has made all ownership information private. There isn't even any history of this website in the Internet Archive. Google has only been able to find one page for this website. The rest are hidden. There is no customer service phone number and no business address. The customer service email address, well, it points to a domain that doesn't even exist. So, yes, sportscloth.co is a scam. And if you find any reviews stating otherwise, well, then they must be fake as well. If this video helped you at all, please give us a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. So, did you get scammed by sports?
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's uh, sportscloth.co. Okay, that's a website. Sportsfunds.club is pretty much the same one. Freaky.com, which sells kayaks at dirt cheap prices, that is a scam website. And Orba, Orba Space, that's another website that's not on the up and up. Now there's another, I guess, website. It's, it's a. I tried to arrange a delivery for you, but you were not home, and uh, so. That was another one posted by TV Stuff Reviews. Let's take a listen on how that works.
2: There's a scam text message being sent out in mass quantities right now, stating to the effect of, I tried to arrange a delivery for you, but you were not home. Please go to, and it lists a website address that you must click on. The website address will vary, but it's usually a .info domain. These websites are reported as scams and quickly taken off the internet. So if you try to click the link and it doesn't work, that means you were too slow to get scammed. If you click the link, which we highlight, recommend against your mobile device. Could become infected with spyware, malware, or a virus. These are intended to steal your personal information or simply bombard you with advertisements. Should your mobile device be secure, you won't have to worry much about your phone automatically downloading these infections. The webpage will appear to be legit and you will be asked a series of questions requesting that you prove your identity. This is a phishing scheme designed to steal your personal information, including but not limited to your banking info. How far did you get into this scam? Did you click the link? Please warn others in the comments below. If this video helped you at all, please give us a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it.
0: Okay, so there you go. Another another scam to look out for. I mean, I'm telling you, this technology is great. It could be your best friend. It makes your life so much easier, but at the same time, it could be your worst enemy because, you know, Uh, the people will try their best to scam you. And also through technology, it's not easy to find the scammers once they get your money. I mean, it's one thing if somebody, you know, steals your purse in the middle of the street, you might have a chance of getting that back. But over technology, uh, it's, it's almost impossible to track down the scammers or even get whatever you lost back again so that's unfortunate but there are ways to avoid that and so that's what we are going to do here on the show is try to uh, help you avoid some of these scams sometimes there are too many though out there so we'll just try to take one at a time here on the show so, if you have any comments on what you heard on the show today, you can email me at consumerreviewreport@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm also on uh, Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRR in McKeesport. Also, if you have any experience with any scams and you'd like to share, you can email me at consumerreviewreport@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRR in Sport. And also, just keep in mind that, you know, if you do have a comment or you do have an experience with any of these scams, you could help other people by avoiding these uh, scams as well, right? So, here we are. We're at the end of the show. And uh, this is the Consumer Review Report on WMCK.FM, Internet Radio, a service of Tube City Online, Tube City Community Media, Inc. This show is heard Sunday at 4 p.m., Tuesday at noon, and Thursday at 9 a.m. Um, uh, so it's also a podcast. You can listen to it on iHeart, Apple, Google, uh, Spreaker, Spotify, all those medias have the podcasts every week we try to post one so uh go ahead and try to check it out if you miss any of our regularly scheduled shows so i'm diane rebecca wishing everyone a safe and good week